0: No,
1: no. Hey, What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sideline Summit. We're a day late on the recording uh, because, you know, things happen. But, you know, we're back for today's episode. This is episode 12. I'm here with UPenn's finest, Danny Cole, who just turned 20 yesterday and that is the reason we didn't record i told him enjoy his day happy you know belated birthday danny cole big 20 um
0: one year close to you man how you
1: feeling
0: yeah one. other than the allergies this pollen's out here definitely affecting me today just went to cvs got my medicine we're flying now we're going feeling good
1: dude killing me man it's they're they're killing me you know what else is killing me the fact that my uh my bearded dragon here. His name's Tatum. He eats crickets every five seconds, and he's like up against the glass, trying to look at me right now. A little freak. But um, yeah, we're going to be talking about some play in thoughts and our predictions for the last couple of games. Uh, first round predictions. Uh, one of our, one of my predictions at least will vary depending on one of these play in <laughs> games. And we're gonna be. There's been a lot of weird fan news lately uh, that we're going to get into um also i put on my snapchat story that if anybody wants to ask a question i'll literally stop this like during the episode and answer it but that might not happen since i like just put it out um so yeah let's just get into the play-in man obviously you know the uh, timberwolves won the play-in championship and the clippers have to play the pelicans for the eighth seed out east the nets Took on the Cavs. The Cavs have to play the Hawks for the eighth seed. I wrote an article saying how there's good and bad about the play-in. I don't think there. I I don't. I don't know if there's any bad anymore.
0: Here's my. I don't my know thing. if there's
1: anything I dislike about it.
0: If you took this format and applied it to any other sport, it would be horrendous. It works for basketball.
1: I think so. I think so. I think because the East is the best. The the East is what it should look like. The East is presenting how it should look. We got four teams over 500. That's four teams who deserve a playoff spot, but there's only two. Out West, it's a little different. But if the Clippers think they belong, go prove it. Because this Pelicans team does not reflect their record at all. Don't the say got CJ McCollum?
0: No Zion, too. No Zion on this team. Think about that.
1: Yeah, I'm hearing Zion's not coming out. But I mean, look, if they were to get this eighth seed, I have a hard time believing he's not going to at least try. I know you got a very low chance against the Suns. Like, if there's anything smaller than, than one, that's their shot. Like, 0. 0.0001 to beat them four times in seven games. But I'm going to be honest. Uh, if, you know, what just. You have a shot, you might as well go do it. That's what I think. That's what I think they should do.
0: I don't um, think they do. I think the Clippers get it done.
1: You think, well, I uh, this is in the scenario the Pelicans win. I, I'm also picking the Clippers simply because uh, Paul George is um, Paul when George. you I think in scenarios and one win games, when you have the best player on the court, you're gonna win just like last night. The the Hawks had the best player on the court. Now, that wasn't the main reason they won. The Hawks were hitting their shots. The Hornets were horrendous on both ends of the floor. But, I don't know. When you have the best player on the court, most of the time, things will work in your favor. Like the Nets-Cavs game. Kevin Durant was playing amazing. Kyrie Irving was playing phenomenal. The Cavs played horribly, yet lost by seven. If you're a fan of one of these top four teams, uh, I wouldn't fear the Nets, but I do get why. People do fear the Nets. You've two yeah. probably the top 15 players in basketball, arguably the best player in the world. I get it. As a Celtics fan, we're gonna we're gonna take care of them. None of these should have to worry. We're gonna take care of them.
0: Yeah, Ben Simmons comeback game four. He it does not gonna matter. It's gonna be 3-0 at that time.
1: Even even if it's not, I Ben Simmons Ben Simmons coming back will all mean nothing because Robert Williams has the potential to come back just two games later. So if the Celtics can stay afloat, if they can start out 2-0 or just in the first game, start out 2-1 and just start 2-1 in some way-shaped manner, uh, the Nets aren't beating them at full strength. And even so, they don't have the dominant... The uh, you know Nicholas Claxton's pretty solid, but bless you. Nicholas Claxton's very solid, but He's not the the threat that takes Robert Williams to take care of. We, we got Tice, uh, we got Horford. Grant Williams can switch. Uh, the Celtics the Celtics should be fine.
0: Yeah, they have enough talent on their bench, uh, and I think this the East playoffs are really going to be a lot about star power, not about bench. Uh, you see a lot of times in the playoffs, bench sizes begin to shrink, and you're going to see a lot of teams like the Miami Heat lose games and lose series when they usually probably would beat them in the regular season because they can't play their bench players the whole game.
1: No, I see it. Um, but a bench, a bench could be useful, especially against a team like Philadelphia. They'll probably have a very short rotation. Very short. Um, yeah, exactly.
0: Especially, especially, especially in, in some labs. games
1: when they have to go up to Toronto, though, that could, that could be rough. All right, we'll move it on to actual, actual playing stuff. Um, you just said we both have the Clippers. Hawks and the Cavs. If Jared Allen isn't ready to go,
0: I think I'm just going to take the Hawks. No, nah, the Hawks are going to win. Uh,
1: I think Actually, I think I might take the Hawks regardless.
0: I'm thinking the Hawks regardless. Uh, you're, I think a lot of people are quickly forgetting the Hawks made the Eastern Conference Finals last year. That Trey yeah. Young... They have better. the best
1: player in the series.
0: Trae Young is a lot better than people think he is. Uh, Seriously, in don't let that make it in
1: the playoffs. In terms Do of guys like under twenty five years old, in terms of players under twenty five years old, I, there's only one dude who's like one hundred percent better than Luca, in my opinion, or better than Trey, in my opinion. And that's Luca. Maybe you could make an argument uh, Tatum's better than him, which I believe he is. But you could also make the argument for Trey. Uh maybe Ja, but I think that's starting to stretch it. I don't think uh, uh
0: yeah. I, I think we draw the line. I think Tatum's definitely better than Trey Young. Ja Morant is the only one you can argue.
1: I, I think that's fair. If you want to say Tatum's a definite, I I could say uh, yeah, maybe he is a definite. Um yeah, but you know, Trey's one of the top guys in the league, definitely one of the top three best young guys. Um, if he were to win and get this eighth seed, what's the chances he could beat this? Uh, was it? What's the chances he could beat the Heat?
0: I think the chances that they go to Miami and win at least one game, and then come back to Atlanta and win two.
1: That Atlanta crowd was crazy last night.
0: No, they travel well too. Remember what they did in New York? Yeah, they also played. The, he owns the, the garden. The play really well. He owned the Garden. He owned Philadelphia. He owned the Fargo. Okay,
1: no, nah, nah, Simmons just sold. He doesn't own Philly, but, like,
0: man. <laughs> John Collins owned Embiid last year, sadly.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, he did, you know. Yeah, one time. So, if if it, assuming Hawks win, because that's our pick, that's what we're going to have to go with. Heat, Heat Hawks. What do you got?
0: I'll take the wins. Hawks in upset yeah, in seven.
1: I can't, I can't do it. That I'll go with the Heat in six, and like, like the sh- like craziest six possible. Like they're down two zero, and maybe win four straight, or like, I don't know, I don't know. I think I'll take the Heat in six. Don't
0: count Trae Young out. That's all I gotta say.
1: I uh, yeah, I don't know. They're the one seed for a reason. I do respect them heavily, but um, I maybe think I'll go maybe, with them maybe I'm
0: six. being optimistic putting Trey Young winning some
1: games, but hey, I mean I don't see anything wrong with the take. We'll bump up to the next matchup. We have Celtics and Nets. Bias Celtics fan, so my opinion doesn't matter. So let's just listen to Danny's for right now.
0: My brain tells me pick the favorite.
1: Who is the favorite though? Is the favorite is the favorite the team with arguably the best player on the planet? And arguably a top two point guard in the league, or is exactly. it a two seed Celtics, the fifty win Celtics, with MVP or MVP candidate Jason Tatum and uh, rising star Jalen Brown, and the defensive player to your Marcus? Like, who is the favorite?
0: Now, I think the favorite is really the Nets here, and I know you're not going to want to hear this. The Nets have two top ten players in the world. Ben, Kyrie,
1: Kyrie Irving is not a top 10 player in the world
0: okay arguably top 10 uh he's jason 10. tatum jason tatum is
1: closer to kevin durant than kyrie is to jason tatum
0: yeah you're right there uh but then they also they also have three top 30 players when ben simmons, ben simmons
1: is not he is not currently a top 30 player
0: okay you can argue that all you want but aside that point aside my pick is the boston celtics i think this Net's team has been overrated for a very long time. I think they play a lot of selfish basketball, and KD can't bail out a whole team when you don't have another option. And if if Kyrie's gonna have an off night, KD can't do it.
1: Yeah, um, if any of these teams have two, you know, three top thirty players, it's for certain the Boston Celtics. Um, they have two of the two of the twenty best players on the planet. Wherever you want to rank Jalen Brown, he's certainly a top twenty player. Jason Tatum is at, you know, between that 10 to 13 area, wherever you want to put him. Uh, it really depends how you feel about Marcus Smart. I don't know if he's a top 30 player. probably not. Or Robert Williams, depending how you feel on him. I don't think either of them are top 30 players, but I'm saying if you wanted to make the argument for either, it doesn't matter because they're both better than Ben Simmons. So
0: um,
1: I think if I had to pick one, if Simmons does return by game four, I think I'd have to go like Celtics in like six. If he cannot get back in time, I think I'll take the Celtics in four or five. I right. buy Celtics fan. This is take this with a grain of salt. You can think it's a hot take. I'm it's it's just bias, honestly. Yeah. We'll move on. We'll move on to the next series that is Bucks and Bulls. Not much to discuss here.
0: I'm Pretty sure. No Lonzo Bucks and five, even with Lonzo Bucks and five,
1: though. I, I don't Bucks think it's in four. Let's I just move on. Should... We, 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 we both got the same idea, yeah, exactly. Um, and the four and five matchup this is probably the most intriguing matchup in the east is Raptors and Sixers. While I confidently say Sixers and five, they are gonna have to steal a road game like badly because Thiebel cannot play on the road, he cannot play in Toronto he only has one vaccine shot. Uh, I don't know if it's like he just got this shot and he's waiting on the second one or he like wh- a while back he only got one shot. Um, well, that that'd be a perfect reflection of his game. All defense, no offense. He's only on one side of the ball. I think I still I'll confidently take them in 5 even if Embiid were to struggle, if Harden can get back to form, which I'm relying on. Uh, They'll be perfectly fine. Tyrese Maxey is going to go do Maxey things. If Tobias can just simply shoot not three for 15 every night, they'll be all right. Nick Nurse is a great coach, though. He's a great coach if they ended up pulling this game to maybe six, seven games. Uh, I mean, hey, uh, that's a good team.
0: Nick Nurse, future Lakers head coach. uh... No. No, I would.
1: If Nick Nurse went to go coach the Lakers, that'd be the dumbest thing I think he's he could ever do.
0: Yeah, I agree there, because uh, he's building something special in Toronto. Uh, yes,
1: there's special young guys there. Scotty Barnes, rookie of the year,
0: as they're doing Don Cupp, but not
1: the best rookie.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm gonna give my take for the Sixers game. yeah. Uh, two top 10 players in the world. Yep. And
1: That's two top 10 players in the world.
0: And it's crazy because these guys can go do whatever you want. Harden talk about defense. If you have somebody on his ass the whole game, he will play defense and it's pretty No, I've
1: watched what Harden is kind of like LeBron in a sense. Like when they're like slap the floor, like they're ready to play. No, nah, Hardy can play some defense. I'm not even going to lie. He actually plays some really good defense. You already know how he shows up on that end. Maxi loves to show up on that end.
0: Matisse Dibble pro- probably could win Defensive Player of the Year in any other year.
1: Um, he His problem with, with ever winning Defensive Player of the Year is he doesn't play. I don't know if he plays a, a lot of minutes to get it, um, if he were to eventually become like, uh, you know, like a 35, like, you know, how like smart bridges and Gobert and Jaron Jackson, they play a lot. So if he can, cause sometimes he gets pulled because he's a liability on offense, which is so crazy that his offense is holding him back from being the defensive player of the year. He's, he's probably the best on ball defender. I think I've seen since like Draymond in his prime, like Kawhi in like 2014, 2015, um, Smart's winning deep oil. Let's not get it twisted.
0: Yeah, I'll be on. fine
1: with Smart or Bridges. I want to see a guard win it. I
0: will take Sixers and Six here.
1: I, I I like that. No, we're moving on to the West. Whoever plays the Suns is getting swept. Uh, Grizzlies versus Timberwolves.
0: Cause it's gonna be Grizzlies in uh, six, maybe five. I take
1: Grizzlies. I'll take Grizzlies and five. I think. I think some people are in over their head a little bit on just, like, so Patrick Beverly's this winner, and then Delo's good, Ant's good, Cat's good, but they're not deep. And if any team has proven to be deep, it's the 20-2 and and twenty and two without our franchise point guard Memphis Grizzlies. I think they get them out of there quick. Four or five games. I'll go five. Maybe... Because you know Patrick Beverly's got to win one and stand on the table and, and all that nonsense.
0: They'll, they'll get one that.
1: off the back of Anthony Edwards. <laughs> I'll say
0: that. I lo- Pat Bev. Did that because he 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 of the Showboat against the Clippers. Get it straight.
1: No, I, I got it straight. That's completely unnecessary. He acts like he's never gotten traded before.
0: That like have
1: some have some decency, bro. You just won to get the seventh seed. And you were, and it's the craziest part is they would have lost if if Carl Anthony Towns didn't foul out because Ty Lu had an amazing game plan for him, like an amazing. He shut him down, and if he didn't get fouled out, they lose that game one hundred percent. And honestly, I mean, I would say if Kawhi was there, they're definitely not winning. But if Kawhi was there, they wouldn't be stuck in the play-in with the damn Timberwolves. That so, is
0: very true.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Patrick Patrick Beverly is a very polarizing player, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, I get it. You know, former team they traded him. He so like that was his pride and everything. But we're about two minutes from losing that game, man. I have some decency. Moving on, uh, three and sixty. That is a uh, Warriors Warriors Nuggets.
0: I'll take Warriors in 6.
1: I'll take Warriors in 7 because I'm not sure who's playing. I don't You're- think I don't think Porter Jr and um Murray are playing. So this is this doesn't count in, but if the Warriors don't have Steph Curry,
0: Steph Curry is practicing.
1: He's practicing. I don't I mean look, all right, if he's ready for game 1, I'll take him in 5. If he doesn't come back to, like, three or four, I don't know. I do not know. I think I'll, I'll have Warriors winning regardless, wh- whenever Steph comes back. is starting to catch fire. Jordan Poole's amazing. I love Jordan Poole. And Draymond, of course. So we both got, what, Warriors in six and seven?
0: I take him in Six.
1: I'll take him in seven. If Steph comes late, i got him in five. If Steph is ready for game one.
0: Yesterday, uh, Steph Curry, uh, he he practiced full with the team today. He did some situational drills and took part of everything. He felt pretty good, but they have to see how he feels tomorrow, which is today, and he'll scrimmage today. All right. So if he's ready for one, I'll
1: take it in five. And then our four and five matchup is the Mavericks and Jazz. I'm taking the Jazz in six.
0: Luca's is out, isn't he?
1: He's out for some time, so I have I'll, I have no choice to take the Jazz.
0: I'll take the Jazz in five or six, depending how long Luca's out. Uh, I'll take it. I'll take him
1: in. I'll take him in six. I think to
0: without Luca, the Jazz have a chance to sweep.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, a calf strain. Act. I, I mean, and they also. I mean. Look, I'm obviously not praying for this. Luka is one of my favorite players, and I personally think he can take the leap next year to be the best in the world. But the last time someone, remember Kevin Durant had a calf strain. He actually had a torn Achilles, and they sent him out. Well, it probably wasn't torn yet, but it was an Achilles injury, and they sent him out there. Honestly, if that is the case, if it's something like that, just get sweat and move on. Move on to next year. Don't even bother sending that kid back out there.
0: He's also your franchise cornerstone. Like the Warriors, they went and spent money on him. It's his expiring contract. You have a,
1: you have a generational player.
0: K- Imagine this is KD 10 years ago.
1: Exactly. Like if the Thunder were in this situation with Kevin Durant or even Russell Westbrook, they would have been like, no. But can't do it. Obviously, it already happened to Kevin Durant. So that's very, can't, uh, can't best, very unfortunate. So. Moving on to fan news, a lot of things have happened over the past week with fans, and particularly Philadelphia Phillies fans. Um, we have Alec Alec Baum telling, whispering, or mumbling under his breath that he he effing hates, he fucking hates this place. Um, now that's not like the fan, like in terms of like oh fans throwing shit at them. It's just like they're they're passionate. Fans are very passionate.
0: No, that's not the why you said that. He had three errors in an inning. He had three yeah, errors in a game, and he was beating himself up, and the fans were cheering him on sarcastically.
1: Uh, Well, shit, that, uh, I guess that's as good as booing. Exactly. Um, it's worse. I feel like fans so love, though. Remember when, like, Ben Simmons wasn't making his free throws? And, like, they, they weren't cheering him on sarcastically, but it was just, like, they were like, yeah, you, you got this, like – my impersonation of Ben Simmons free throw,
0: but it's literally a lefty.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like this elbow, like his right elbow is good, but he just shoots like that. Um, and then there was a Phillies fan who grabbed a Mets fans phone and chucked it into the outfield. Um, and then he, and he ran away. Think, like when, when do fans is it, like fans need some chill? I guess um nah, someone might've said chill. something. And last night in Atlanta, uh, someone said something to Miles Bridges while he was getting ejected. He threw his mouthpiece it hit a girl. He took, you know, he took accountability on Twitter. It was like, I'm sorry. Like, get me in contact with that girl. That's unacceptable. What did a, like, what did the dude have to say for you to throw his your mouthpiece at him? Like, some people are just simply out of line. Like, he could have said anything. And that's, I, I don't know. Fans fans are allowed to trash talk. They pay their good money to be there. I think it terms, like you can tell, you can tell a player they suck. Cause like remember when Bradley Beal said someone said you suck and Bradley Beal was like who me and he was like he did the thing. Um you're allowed to tell a player they suck or they can't shoot or something about their game. But honestly, I think anything outside of that, fans should uh, fans should pipe down. In my eyes.
0: Yeah, but the Philadelphia Phillies interaction. Was a fan to fan. It wasn't fan to player.
1: Oh well, that's hilarious. They can do whatever they want there. I'm talking the Mets about the fan, Miles Bridges situation.
0: Yeah, Miles Bridges, he 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 had to chill out a little bit, but he, he took accountability. But back to the Phillies. The Mets fan was talking trash in Citizens Bank Park. And the Phillies fan said, I've had enough and chucked his phone on the field. And then he ran away. We don't know what happened to him, but he's got to be from Delco. That's all I know.
1: Yeah, that's what a lot of people on Twitter were saying. I wanted to get to one more thing before uh, we wrap up. The Eagles troubles. And what I mean, the Eagles have brought in Matt Corral today on a visit. They say there are people in the building that believe Matt Corral is the best quarterback in the building. Or best, not in the building, best quarterback in this draft. The Eagles are never going to find a franchise quarterback. Never. They're never going to do it. You draft one to back up once, potentially the future. You get once out of there. You put the keys in this kid's hand, and now you're looking to replace him already. You're going to bring in Matt Corral. He's going to re- he's gonna replace Hurts maybe like halfway through the season, right? He plays bad, and then you got to go trade up. You got to go get Bryce Young. And it just repeats and repeats and repeats. These dudes, it's like they don't want a franchise quarterback. They don't want to give anyone a try. I wouldn't want to bring in Corral one. It's a waste of a pick. Like, why we can just get a quarterback next year. Why draft one this year? Where Not the Eagles are one around. of these the Eagles, Texans are some of the only teams that can be like, well, right, we have a guy that maybe we could work with, but if it doesn't work, we'll draft one next year. Like, majority of the AFC teams don't need a quarterback. Um I doubt the Jets are giving up on, on uh, Zach Wilson already. Uh, the Bears aren't giving up on Justin Fields already. Um, like, the teams are in line for quarterbacks next year are like Eagles, Texans. Steelers. Uh, and the Steelers. And the Steelers, if they don't draft Malik Willis. They draft Malik Willis, I believe they'll stay with them. I think Tomlin likes him a lot. I agree. Um, another thing, Another thing that's popping up for Eagles, a lot of people are obsessed with Jordan Davis. Listen, we have two picks. Um, I like Jordan Davis a lot, but our interior is like our strong point of our defensive line. Like we we need another linebacker. Like I get it, you like Jordan Davis, but I mean, term like we need a linebacker bad. And if we have the chance to go trade up, maybe to like the like like eleven twelve area, and get Stingley,
0: Kyle Hamilton,
1: Kyle Hamilton. Now I'm hearing he's dropping on a lot of boards. If he falls past nine, he's a Philadelphia Eagle. But they're gonna mess it up. I just have a feeling. Olave visited the Eagles today as well. I like Olave. Chris Olave in Philadelphia would be amazing. But why do you need two Devonta Smiths?
0: Chris Olave hear? is the best receiver in the draft, and it's not. No, it's not. Not, close.
1: It's not close. No, he's not. He's he, no, he is not. He's not. He's not even the best wide receiver coming out of Ohio State. NFL executives oh. uh, across the league are are unanimous in Garrett Wilson being the one, and a lot of people got Drake London at the two. You want Olave after them to go ahead. I don't think the Eagles should go after Olave, but it's kind of in like a it's like we did all right. So Jefferson, everyone was like, "Oh, the Eagles should go draft Jefferson now," but we didn't because they thought we needed something else. Now let's say we drafted Alex Alex Burks. Let's say we drafted Burks out of Arkansas.
0: Oh, Wait, you said Alex Burke. That's a that's a guard name. Yeah, Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks.
1: I saw a, I saw a um I saw a TikTok of this dude. He walked in a gym and he had an Alex Burks jersey. That's why. That's why Traylon Burks. If we were to draft him, that is probably a better fit. He's a physical dude. Uh his times aren't there, but obviously everyone's seen it. The dude can move after the after the catch. But they'll be like, oh, why didn't you draft Olave? Well, if you look at it, it makes sense to not draft him. But if they draft him, I mean, hey, best wide receiver. Yeah, Bell, give me get
0: I think so many people in the Eagles front office are afraid to draft Traylon Burks for him to become the next rigger.
1: Yeah, that's a possibility. So they might just go to Olave, but we don't need Olave. We have a small, shifty route runner. And Olave can't block. He's not like Smitty can block. Olave can't block. Olave's great, though. I mean, look, he has a weapon. The dude's insane. But um, I don't know. The Eagles' troubles will continually spiral down.
0: I mean, if they were to take a quarterback round one, let's say they get a receiver. And in round two, if they draft Leo Chanel out of Wisconsin, best run stuffing linebacker in the NFL draft this year.
1: I heard a lot of people mocking Devin Lloyd.
0: The- Devin Lloyd is going to get mocked a lot, but I think Nicole, I'd rather have Nicobe Dean if I were them.
1: doesn't matter. We're just going to trade up, get Desmond Ritter. That's the move. That's everything we got for you guys today. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Just help us keep going this uh, podcast on our platform, social medias. Uh, make sure you download, like, subscribe, all that stuff from me and Danny. You guys have a good day.